you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. The draft is approaching and for the fourth straight year, we will be doing the Master Plan live draft reaction stream. Probably my favorite day of the year outside of the day that the Yankees, Cowboys are eliminated from the playoffs. Those days are holy and days we look forward to every single year. Joining me today to talk about the Patriots is independent reporter, friend of the show, and friend of Mac Jones, Jack Prokopis. Jack, welcome back. Yeah, thanks, Mike. This is, this is a, a great episode, I think. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of my favorites every year because, you know, what ends up happening, except for, yeah, no, what ends up happening pretty much every year is we're totally wrong. We have no idea what Bill's going to do. He does something completely unorthodox. And then we're sitting here wondering why we drafted Cole Strange in the first round. But, you know, that's what happens. But this is more of a fun episode talking through what we would like to see happen um, and what we hope would happen, what we think will happen. And then when it inevitably does not happen, um, we will eventually post on Twitter, uh, we were wrong. Um, but we have time before that. So Patriots currently hold the 14th overall pick in the draft there are a bunch of different ways I could see them going with this. Uh, there's one way I would really like them to go with it, but Jack, we'll start with you. Uh, what what do you see Bill doing at 14? Do you see him trading up? Do you see him trading back? Do you see him standing at 14 and drafting an edge, a tackle, uh, a wide receiver? What What's the plan in your eyes for 14? Yeah, so obviously... Bill always pulls something out. He always has something up his up his sleeve. And last year, I think a lot of us wanted them to stay. And I think it was 21, right? And a bunch of guys that dropped, like Trent McDuffie and Lloyd. And we wanted, wanted a couple of those guys. And they trade back and take a guard after shipping off Shaq Mason. So you never know what he's going to do. Personally, I think that 14, there's going to be so many good prospects that can fill in this that can fill in right away and really help this team out at multiple positions you look at cornerback there's some really talented guys wide receivers some really talented guys some tackles who you can plug in at left tackle and hopefully not have to worry about so um isaiah win yeah so i mean for me it's tough because you never know what bill's gonna do i think they're gonna stay put i don't see him trading up although I think they could trade up and get a really good. Oh well, they're not going to trade up. I, I just threw that out as more of a red herring. Bill Bill would never give up picks to get up a few spots higher. Never would happen. Right. Uh, well, he did it for Christian Barmore, but yeah, probably not. I will say, I'm excited about this draft because this is the best pick they've had 
Olsen's Mac ahead of the team, but you know, you're not used to the Patriots picking in the top 14, top 15, and Matt Groh has done a really good job over the past two, three years with the drafts, and I think they're, the Patriots are back on a good drafting track. So right now I have them staying put at 14, okay, and ideally picking one of the positions of need at wide receiver or cornerback and hopefully going tackle in the second round, but also tackle is definitely a possibility at 14. Yeah, I mean, listen, all right, here's what I would love to see happen. And here's, here's like, ideal situation if I am the GM of the Patriots. I'm sitting at 14. I'm saying, all right, I'm looking at the Cowboys. I'm looking at you know, teams that love to trade up. Cowboys, Giants, Bills, uh, Jaguars. Those teams love to trade up, maybe even the Bucks. And I'm saying, listen, take my pick. I'll take an extra second rounder. Drop back and take I, my favorite player. All right? He is... Maybe not the best player. He's my favorite player. And it's, it's you know, home. Well, not necessarily hometown, but he plays for BC wide receiver Zay Flowers. I love Zay Flowers. He he is, I think, the wide receiver that the Patriots need. You stick him, and then you got, you got an absolute dog in Juju Smith-Schuster, a dog in Taekwon Thorne. Now you got two tight ends, Gasicki. And Hunter Henry, I think Zay Flower fits in perfectly there. And you trade it with with a team that probably wants Bijan Robinson um, at fourteen, and the Cowboys are you know you know Jerry Jones, he's got to have his Zeke replacement. Um, you know the the Bucks need a tackle. They might want to get a guy like I don't even know. They might want to get another guy who's darn all right. There's plenty. There's a lot of tackles on the board. Broderick yeah. Jones. Uh, now, I do really like Jordan Addison. I do love Jordan Addison. I think Zay Flowers is better. I think he's a better fit for the Patriots. He's a Boston College kid. He's already played in you know New England all the time, so he knows the weather. Uh, Jordan Addison plays for USC, so it's sunny. It's too nice. Boston's too, Boston's too you know, the weather's too bad for him. Point proven. All right, so that's my dream scenario. We drop back, take Zay Flowers. If we drop back into the 20s and get Zay Flowers, I will... I've already done the gritty on a live stream. I don't know. I'll figure out what will happen if, if we do pick Zay Flowers there. Um, there are a bunch of other guys. I mean, Jordan Addison, again, it's a great pick. Uh, you know, I could see us getting a guy like Joey Porter Jr. or Brian yeah. Branch. Uh, you know, if Devon Weatherspoon is on the board there, I could see that happening too. Uh, you know, I think Bill really likes his corners. I think we're in the position where we need a tackle for sure. But it feels to me like maybe we could, because we're not going to be high enough to get a guy like Peter Skaronsky or, or anyone like that. Any any of the real maybe, maybe. But I kind of don't see him falling past ten. I think if he does, that's great. But he's also not necessarily a true tackle. He's more of a guard because his his arms are not that long. So I could see a couple of different things happening, but I think the most pressing need for the Patriots has got to be wide receiver. You know, you let Jacoby Myers go, uh, and, and you can't throw Mac Jones out there next year saying, hey, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster is your number one receiver. And it's like you can't, you can't do that to your quarterback. You can't do that to your any quarterback, uh, much less a guy who's in his third year, in his fourth system, like you can't you can't do that to a young quarterback. So I think that wide receiver is the best move for this team. 
Uh, Jack, go through some of the needs of the Patriots. What are you know at the end of the draft? At the end of at the end of the draft, right? What are the positions that if Bill's able to pick, you know, some good players in those positions, what will make you happy if he picks, you know, X position, tight end, wide receiver, you know, punter, whatever it ends up being? What are the positions that you want to see filled? What are our most pressing needs? Well, if you really look at how the roster is built right now, like you said, if you want to win with Mac, you know, you and I like him. He's, he hasn't had the best situation to start his career with for a quarterback. Come on now. And if you want to win with him, the reality is you have to have a really good team around him. You have to give him good receivers, versatile running backs, a decent tight end maybe, and a solid O-line. And maybe not Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator. Yep, I mean, it's simple. Too, of course, but they already fixed that need for Bill Ryan. But if you want to win with him, you have to stack up on offense. This, this offseason so far, looking at the Patriots and what they did in free agency, they made – Moves that got them minimally better, and they were really just lateral moves. Smith Schuster is a little bit better than Myers. Gasecki's a little bit better than Smith. So oh, I, I disagree with that. But continue. He's 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 better, but like this is well, John New Smith couldn't catch the ball and was always injured. So anyone who's on the field more often than that bum is worth it. But continue. John New will be better in Atlanta now that he's with. I hope so. I wish the best for him, but he was horrible. Patricia didn't know how to use him, whatever. Point is, you got a little big deal. You got you got better at tight end. Big deal. Your offensive line is maybe a little bit better because you got a couple swing tackles. Patriots didn't really do anything in free agency to put themselves in a winning position. We both thought, everybody thought they needed to make a I mean, they, they made some good re-signings, though. Miles Bryant and, and Jonathan Jones. I mean... They, yes, Jonathan Jones, they brought him back. Great, right? You, you brought back the same secondary and you reworked Jalen Mills and Jabril Peppers. The point is, you're not even close to competing with the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals or whoever it is. Because, and this was your free agency. You had some money. They had position. There were guys that you could fill at your position and get better at. You know, cornerback, there were a few options. It's Sutton and Jamel Dean. They had a couple options there. They could have traded. I know. Those players. guys were very expensive, though. And, and, you know, I think Bill looks at it this way. Uh, you know, those guys are very good, and I'm not I'm not doubting the, the, how good those guys are. But I, I think he probably wants to spend on players that can be more, of more value. I, we have a good secondary. That wasn't necessarily a massive problem last year. There are yeah, but you can't you can't guard wide receiver ones. That's the reality. Yeah, but the reality is, is we also don't have a wide receiver one. So you got to kind of pick your poison at the same no, time. No, I'm yeah. I'm probably zoning in. Too. I, I I was just naming cornerbacks. No, no, absolutely. You, you haven't touched wide receiver other than Juju. You didn't go trade for anybody. Uh, I know there was nobody really signed besides Juju, but you didn't trade for anybody there. Tackle, you didn't. You could have signed a couple guys. You could have done something there. Instead, you got Calvin Anderson and Riley Reese. So <laughs> there isn't much for you to do there, and or or you didn't do much there. You didn't get much better. So you're putting a lot of pressure on the draft. Right now, the Patriots need the biggest difference maker they can get. I think you get that at wide receiver or cornerback. Christian Gonzalez won't be there. No, he won't. I think, I think you have to go wide receiver, just like you said. Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I don't think Quentin Johnson will be there. So I think it's J.S. Yeah, I, I doubt Jackson Smith is there. But if he is, that would be good, too. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and these are guys, sorry to interrupt you, these are guys who – these are like your Edelman-like receivers. You know, they're slot guys. They're littler guys. They can play outside a little. 
But this isn't your convention. This isn't like your modern outside receiver. Well, we, you know, Juju, Juju is an outside receiver. Juju's a bigger receiver. He can do that, right? And you saw him play with a smaller guy, very dynamic, and Antonio Brown. Like, and when that happened, by the way, and I'm not saying any of these guys are going to be as good as Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, if he were not, you know, uh, C- the embodiment of CTE, would be a Hall of Famer. Um, so. But these guys can definitely offer something like that. And I think, for me, it's got to be wide receiver at one. And in the second round, uh, in the first round, in the second round, you know, ideally if Bill can trade back and get a wide receiver, hopefully we can add a second round or a third round pick. That would be ideal because, you know, it would be great to have, you know, maybe a second round pick that gets bumped up, moved up to, you know, closer to being a, a very late first round pick. For me... I would love to see a, a solid left tackle be picked. I think that Mac's a great quarterback. You give him a little bit more time in the pocket and you don't let him be killed and you don't commit egregious penalties and you stay on the field. All of those things that Isaiah Wynn just simply can't do. He's, I, Isaiah Wynn's probably one of the most average, slightly below average tackles in the league. And he's been going downhill you know, pretty much since he got in the league. And it's been it's been disappointing, honestly, to see – his trajectory in the NFL. Um, obviously, hopefully next year can be better, but I would love to see us get a tackle. I think that would solidify this offensive line because there are a lot of good pieces. On Wainu is fantastic. We have a good center in David Andrews. Like Cole Strange is going to be here, and whether he's good or not, I think he's going to be good. And you know, the interior of our O line is great. And if Trent Brown can figure whatever the hell he's doing on you know on on the right side out, put a left side guy. That's a great offensive line right there. With by the way, with great depth, which is really important because guys are going to get injured. And so if we can draft the tackle, which maybe seems a little bit less probable given the moves we've made, just depth moves, right? Riley Reef and um, the other one. Uh, I think that can be a really good offensive line. You add Zay Flowers, that's a really good offense. You got good running backs. You got good tight ends. You got good wide receivers. You've given Mac Jones a good coordinator. You've given him all the tools to succeed. And you know what? I think he's going to live up to the pressure. I think he's going to get live up to the hype. I think when it all is said and done, he is going to be the best quarterback from his draft class. I truly believe that. Um, I mean, I'm a huge I think Mac Jones is a very, very good quarterback. And I think that a lot of people overlook, a lot of people uh, uh, forget how good he was in his rookie season just because of how poor he played in instances last season. And I think that that's unfair, just given who his coordinator was. He had a massive injury. Uh, the team was bad. All those things kind of coalesced for me into, hey, Mac Jones maybe isn't that good from a lot of people, when in reality, I think he's an extremely talented quarterback, and he's improved in the ways that I've wanted him to improve in terms of arm strength, movement, decision-making. And, you know, hopefully in year three, he can make a take a huge step forward and, and surpass his rookie season. I think that's ideal. Hopefully he'll throw between 25, 30 touchdowns, 10 or fewer interceptions. I think that's realistic. I think that's possible. And I think he can do it. Now, he's got to have the pieces around him to do that. As for defense, I, I see a couple moves to be made. I think we definitely, you know, if we don't have a wide receiver or a, or a tackle we love, I would love to get a great cornerback. I think that Jonathan Jones 
We have some great corner. I mean, we have the other two Joneses, so we have a bunch of Joneses on this team. But if we can get, I mean, a guy like Joey Porter's going to be on the board. A guy like Devon Witherspoon or Christian, you know, two or two or one of those guys are going to be on the board. You know, maybe even Reach, maybe Deontay Banks. There are guys. There are options. The question is, is is that going to be the best move? Because I would really like a great lockdown quarterback and have two guys on either side and really be a great defensive team from top to bottom. I think that for me, in the first three rounds, if we could go wide receiver, tackle, or cornerback, or, or flip cornerback and tackle, I think this team, that would be optimal first three rounds, in my opinion. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right with wide receiver. I think you need that difference maker. And I think you're right with tackle in the second round. At 46, if you sit there, you know, DeWaugh Jones probably isn't going to fall. Darnell Wright probably isn't going to fall. You're looking at a guy like Matthew Bergeron, maybe. I think it, I would love if they could take, just say, Smith and Jigba's there at 14 or Flowers. They get one of those guys at 14. And then they trade up a few picks in the second round, just like they did for Baltimore, and can get either Wright or Jones. I think that'd be awesome. I also think, in in regards to the cornerbacks, you have really a, you have great speed back there with Jonathan Jones and Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones, I think, would be one of the if he were five foot eleven or six foot, he'd be one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Except he's five foot eight, and he's a and he's a slot guy, you know. At points last year, he was forced to play outside. He was great in coverage, but he's 5'8", so there's only so much he can do. And then for outside corners, you know, you're looking at Jalen Mills going to free safety, so you really have Jonathan and Jack Jones. So you definitely have a pressing need there, especially hopefully with a guy that is, has some size. You know, you're mm-hmm. with Juwan Williams, and obviously he sucks, so he's, it's not him. Um, <laughs> granted... Bill, Bill finds cornerbacks. Malcolm Butler was undrafted. J.C. Jackson was undrafted. Hey, we can still get Malcolm Butler, by the way, too. He's still out there, you know. He, he's retired, isn't he? I thought he was still, He always injured last season. Maybe he's retired. I have no clue. Yeah, I, I don't know. Point is, Bill always finds cornerbacks. You know, I just named three Patriot great free cornerbacks who were UDFAs. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they took. Joey Porter or somebody like that at 14. I also wouldn't be surprised if they drafted a corner in the fourth or fifth round and then picked one up as an undrafted free agent. So I think, like you, I think it's wide receiver, offensive tackle. I think it'd be great if they could move up and get one of those guys who really could be a first-round talent that's just dropping because of depth at other positions. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if I see them go edge rusher at 14 or 46. They've done a lot of due diligence there. They've worked out and had visits with a bunch of them. And it's a stacked draft class for edges. The only reason I don't like it is because you have so many needs at other positions. And, yeah, you know, you have Judon and Uche and Jennings there. and Maybe Ronnie Perkins can step in or Demarcus Mitchell or somebody like that. But considering, and I understand, like, you know, Judon's only got two years left, and Uche and Jennings are up after this year. You just have needs elsewhere, so I, I would be pretty upset to see them go as rusher in rounds one or two. I, so I, I, I would play. be, too. I mean, it's like, okay. You'd be getting a great player. I mean, Uche's not going to sign for a bunch of money next season. Uh, Bill will offer him something. I feel like he's going to accept. Uche seems like a Boston guy. I mean, he's probably not going to have as good of a season as he did last year. He's going to have a good season, I hope. 
Um, I mean, he was a bust until this season, pretty much. So hopefully he can have a, a really solid season next year um, alongside Judon. And I think Judon really likes Boston, and who knows what he looks like over the next two seasons. But, you know, edge is great if you're a top five team with no edge. If you're like the, the Arizona Cardinals sitting at three and you're like, oh, my God, you know, we don't have an edge. We have nobody. It's like, oh, maybe you could take the best player in the draft, Will Anderson, and just and just roll with it. Um, yeah, I just don't think like yeah, you'd be getting a great player, but it's not a pressing need. Even if you don't have guys there long term, like who do you have playing tackle past this year? Trent Brown's a free agent after this year. Reef is a one year deal. Like like at one point you have to kind of prioritize your needs. And I I feel like earlier we were talking about you know Belichick pulling something out of his sleeve that is something nobody sees and it's unorthodox. I feel like that would be just drafting an Ed Rusher at fourteen. Um, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. That definitely, yeah. uh, definitely could happen. Um, yeah, and then later on in the draft, you'll probably see them take a tight end, considering Henry and Gasicki are both up after this year. Yep, and um, you'll probably see us a, a punter, punter as well, and that's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, who knows who it's gonna be? I don't know. If, I don't know if there are any left-footed punters out there, but if you are, <laughs> Belichick is certainly looking at you. Uh, Ethan Evans. From Wingate, I don't know where the hell that is. Uh, Adam Corsack from Rutgers. Bryce Beringer, nice little alliteration right there. Uh, Brad Robbins from Michigan. Those are the top names. I could also see us taking a kicker because Nick Folk, you know, 50 yards is like too far for him to see at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. as long as you don't take Andre Schmidt, we're good. That guy is awful. Cannot kick a ball through an uprights at Syracuse. He's not going to do it in the NFL. Um, it's not really a great kicking draft class. I will say that. So, you know, but at the same time, like Nick Folk's not the guy, just like Matt Pilardi. If that man punts the ball for the Patriots another year. He, he's, he's off the team. He's a free agent, I think. Uh, good. Cause, was, uh, yeah. He might have. Yeah, the punting game was so bad last year. I will say, we were talking about free agency a little earlier. The the special teams has gotten better, and that's just about it. This free agency, but uh, nah, yeah, you're. Right. Hey, listen, man, we got Joe Cardona, one of the best long snappers in the league. Love Joe Cardona, one of the most underrated players in the Patriots. Matthew Slater's back for another year. Let's go. Yeah, Chris Ford, they gave him almost. They gave him up to seven million. He's a really good special teamer, I think. Um, but, but yeah, I think that there's, for me, there's just a lot of, I think we could also go safety as well. I think that's one position that this, the, the kind of maybe an underlying yeah. need. The reason why I don't love safety is like, it's not so much, uh, it's not as big of a need for any team. It's just cause safety is more of a fluid position and you rather have a lockdown cornerback than a lockdown safety. I think in this day in the NFL now is Having Kyle Hamilton, a luxury for the Ravens. Yes, Kyle Hamilton is fantastic. And they also took Kyle Hamilton, I believe, at 14 last year. So will Bill Belichick say, you know what, I'll just take, like, Brian Branch and just be cool with it? Maybe. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't hate the pick, but I wouldn't love it either. Because it's like, okay, we got a safety, great. But how much impact is that player going to have? Right? I'd rather actually see an edge over a safety because the edge player is going to have a lot more impact than a safety will, especially as a rookie. Um, 
But yeah, again, yeah, like for me, there's a position there. There's a group of positions you just don't draft super high. Uh, really, I don't think unless like unless your roster is virtually perfect, except for this one position. But from in general, I would say don't draft a running back in the first round. Try to avoid a guard in the first round. Maybe a safety or tight end. Try and avoid those positions in the first round. Right. You can get away with being average at those positions. You want to spend elsewhere at the really important positions. Right, and right. unless unless you got a guy who's an absolutely generational talent, right, who right. you feel like definitely can change the makeup of your team, then that's yeah, a different exactly. story. But yeah, exactly. You know, there are there are positions that have more impact: tackle, wide receiver, quarterback, edge, cornerback. Yeah. Those those are your positions where you're like those are make or break positions for a team. Now. Bill Belichick, we won't see him draft a corner quarterback in this draft. We already have our starting quarterback for next season, Whoa. Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley okay. on the yeah. squad. Um, they did sign McSorley, but I wouldn't be surprised if they picked up, like, I don't know, Stenson Bennett. Bro, there's no way we're, we're going to roster four. Belichick is not rostering four quarterbacks. It's not happening. Even I they were, I mean – it's not happening, and he's not going to throw one on the practice squad because Bill never does that, all right? The only reason, like, Bill picked up Trace McSorley, I think, for a couple reasons. Number one, he wants to be able to scheme for running quarterbacks, which Trace McSorley will be able to do. And number two, he's a solid backup who's, you know, going to be a third-string player, and you're not going to have to worry about him. Worked with Bill O'Brien, I believe, in college. Yep, and he's got – and he's a rapper. He's got a great song, um, and he went to Penn State, so – could Joey Porter Jr. be joining us? I mean, maybe he's got that connection, you know. I mean, they play opposite sides of the ball, but you never I know. Don't, I, don't, I don't think – I think Porter's past O'Brien's days there, though. Maybe. But at the end of the day, I, I think there's a lot of good options for the Patriots. And it's just – it's just it'll be interesting to see whether Bill makes a crazy move like last year or whether he makes a normal move. Um, and if he does what I said – it's gonna be a great Thursday night. I, I will be so happy if he does what I said. I will be, I will be so happy. I I might, I might you know jump up and down all night long. I might never get to sleep that night. It's gonna be great. Um, any final thoughts, Jack, on the Patriots? Do you see, you know, any any other final thoughts? Anything else you want to say? Um, I'll say that their lack of adding a a playmaker and a and a difference maker up until this point has put a lot of pressure on their draft. They've drafted well in the past couple of years. Three years, I'd probably give it, since Matt Groh's taken over. So I think they're going to do well in this draft, too. I think Matt Groh's really done a good job uh, scouting. He, I think he's ahead of the player personnel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to have a good draft. And I think, unfortunately, unless they get up, get three first-rounders or whatever it is, you're still going to be behind the Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, etc. in a loaded AFC. Typical oh, Patriots hater, Jack Bercope. And just uh, typical I'm hater. Not I'm not a hater. I mean, it's the reality. Just a, just a hater. No belief in this team. Tells me the Red Sox are going to be an 85-win team and then tells me the Patriots. I mean, it's like... It's okay, I said 81. What's this, kid, what's this kid talking about? Anyways, everyone, thanks for listening. Again, Thursday at draft time. Why the hell would you want to listen to Mel Kuyper all night? I mean, that guy is like uh, uh, an advertisement on... Uh, hair transplants slash wow that's a lot of hair hair product in your hair i mean it's just it's crazy i don't want to listen to him um and neither should you by the way turn on the stream it's on youtube you know click the buttons do what you got to do you know where it is 
Uh, it is the best stream of the year, and it is one of two that we do. So tune in. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll, we'll probably be doing it both Thursday and Friday, first, second, and third rounds. It's a lot of fun. <sighs> Thank you all for listening. And uh, go Patriots, baby. Let's see what happens. Go Pats. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.